Our reading today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, the 13th chapter. Would you stand for the hearing of God's holy word? Here in the 13th chapter of Matthew, we find Matthew, the great editor and collector, putting a a number of parables, the whole 13th chapter, nothing but parables. And we're going to hear a fistful of those, each of them being a snapshot of the kingdom of heaven. Beginning in the 31st verse, Matthew writes, Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nest in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Jesus told the crowd all these things in parables. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which someone found and hid. Then he goes and sells all that he has and he buys that field. Again, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, he said, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets but throughout the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil ones from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus said, have you understood all this? The disciples answered, yes. He then said to them, therefore every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out his treasures of what is new and what is old. When Jesus finished these parables, he left that place. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Well, we have had a great summer hearing all these invitations from different parts of the Bible inviting us into experiencing God and living life a little bit more abundantly. And one of the things that we know is that all these invitations ultimately are an invitation to live in the kingdom of heaven, here and now. Not someday, but now. We pray that every week. We already did it in this service. We even say it out loud in front of each other. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus speaks often of the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. And Jesus often uses little stories, parables like in our reading today, to describe this reality that is beyond the limitations of our language to describe the kingdom of heaven. For Jesus, the kingdom is not uh, 
a location or destination. It's a way of living life. It's a way of experiencing God right now. We talk about the kingdom. We say the kingdom is here and the kingdom is not yet here. We say the kingdom has come and the kingdom is coming. If you have a hard time wrapping your mind around that, I'm glad. That means I'm not alone. <laughs> We're in good company. It's a confusing thing in a way to think about the kingdom here and not yet here. But we do know that the kingdom is here because Jesus is here. And Jesus tells us about the kingdom. And Jesus invites us to live in the kingdom right now. One of the challenges that Christians have had through our history is that we tend to confuse the kingdom of heaven with some other things, some other aspects maybe of the kingdom of heaven. One of those is to try to make the kingdom of heaven synonymous with the church. St. Augustine wrote about that. That was the bulk of his work, this idea that somehow the church equaled the kingdom of heaven. Now, the church is a sign of the kingdom, and hopefully the church is a place where people can readily experience the kingdom and see the kingdom. But it's not the same thing. Because we always need to remember that the church is made up of people like, well, like me and like you. Sinners that are redeemed but still struggle with their limitations and their imperfections. So the church is not synonymous with the kingdom of God. Take a look at this video of a young family on their way to church and tell me if that looks like the kingdom of heaven to you. Babe, can you hurry up? I can't figure out how to buckle this thing. We're going like three miles. It's, Who cares? All right, Leave fine. it. Doing? It's dry shampoo. Do you think I have time to shower? Why do you need that? Just wake up earlier. Oh, maybe if you'd help me with the kids, okay. I could bathe. I do everything in this house. Can I? Can you? Can you? That, that seatbelt thing drives me crazy. It gives me a headache. Can you buckle up? Please? Okay. Maybe if you would do your job, I wouldn't have to. Mom, Dylan's mad. Why? Why is he mad? Because he lost his triceratops. Tricerat? Okay. Triceratops aren't even in They're the not Bible. In the Bible. Okay, they don't we learn creation. Here, put some of this under your eyes. Did you, you not get any sleep? I got plenty of sleep. I'm fine. What? Daddy stayed up playing poker. Okay, enough. Play with the Barbies. Can you please learn how to drive? Listen, do your makeup at the house. I don't have time. Baby, I'm trying to put my lipstick on. If hey, you could he's, put... le he's learning about David and Goliath. Just let him shoot, okay? Throw that gun. <laughs> <laughs> I can shoot. Mom, Dylan wants to watch videos on Dad's phone. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. Tell Dylan that Daddy's texting and driving okay, and he can't listen, use Okay, listen, I'm it. navigating, all right? I'm on the GPS. Okay, maybe if you went to church more, you wouldn't have to look up where it is. Can you stop hitting your brother, please? I promise you, if I have to pull this car over, these spankings are about to be deep and wide. You want to get control of your family. Can you get control of the steering wheel, please? Like it. How long has this coffee been in here? I don't know, since last week. Yeah, I don't care. You're in charge of the kids. Oh, I'm in charge of the kids? Uh, I don't know. Wives, submit to your husbands. Ever read that verse? You ever heard the song, It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right? That's not a Bible verse. Sorry, kids. It sounds like Daddy needs a little N-A-P-T-I-M-E. Okay, maybe Mommy needs some M-E-R-L-O-T again. 
Where is Barbie? Barbie's staying at home today. Okay, maybe Barbie stayed at home because she put on her makeup at the house. Maybe Barbie needs a new kin. But please, can I have that? Look at that. And you want to have another baby? Oh, We're not guys, going to the playground! Quiet. I can't handle it. We are going to church. <sighs> Well, I hope the sermon series is on patience today. Okay, what? You need it. What? Where is it? Can Come you on. give me Where's that? Playground! We're not. Okay, if you guys can act good for just two hours, we'll take you to Pizza Hut after church, okay? Did you just bribe yummy, our children? Yummy. It's the only pizza, thing that works. Pizza. We're about to go into church. Will you put your phone on silent? Okay, maybe she should put your voice on silent. Okay. Hey, we're like 15 minutes late to church. Should we just act like visitors and park in the front? I don't know. We got to put on our flashers for that. Should we just drop the kids off and go to lunch? Do we even do that? We tithe enough. We should be. Mom, Dylan said he has to pee. Let him pee in his pants. I don't care. We have the diaper bag, sweetie. It's the church nursery's problem. No, we're not watching Moana on the way to church. On the way to church, it's always VeggieTales. On the way home, you can watch whatever you want. We literally don't care. Why on the way to church is it always VeggieTales? It's Christian! <laughs> that doesn't quite look like the kingdom of heaven, does it? We can also confuse the kingdom of heaven with our opinion of what it should look like and how it should work. And the problem with that is obvious because it means we put ourselves in the place of God. The Bible says we should follow Jesus, but it never says we should play God. That's above our pay grade, right? The kingdom of God looks the way God makes it to look. Priest and author Brennan Manning put it this way. The kingdom of God is not an exclusive, well-trimmed suburb with snobbish rules about who can live there. No, it is for a larger, homelier less self-conscious cast of people who understand they are sinners because they have experienced the yaw and pitch of moral struggle. The kingdom of heaven doesn't look like we think it should look. It looks like people who have figured out that God is God and we're not. We can also confuse the kingdom of heaven with heaven. That's easy to do because of the language. But if we make the kingdom of heaven synonymous with heaven, it always puts the kingdom out in our future somewhere. It doesn't allow the kingdom of heaven to be in our present, to be in our moment. It takes away that sense that we could see or experience or be a part of the kingdom any day, any time, any place. And it takes away that sense that we have this wonderful joy and responsibility of being a, one of the ways God brings the kingdom, the way God points people to the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is not synonymous with heaven because that understanding of heaven is always about the future. It's like that country song, everybody wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to go now. You know that song? Remind me of when I was visiting with my father at the end of his life. I was a young man in my 30s, and I asked him what he thought that experience was going to be like and if he wanted to talk about anything. And he looked at me and said, Son, I'm ready, 
I just ain't in any hurry. <laughs> yeah. Well, the kingdom of heaven, according to Jesus, is about the here and now. Not about off somewhere in the future. And we hear these wonderful parables in the gospel reading today. The kingdom of heaven is like that tiny, tiny mustard seed. Who could imagine how big a plant would grow? Who could have imagined what was held within that tiny seed? Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that someone mixes with a whole lot of dough, a whole lot of flour and water. You can't see it. But the life of the yeast is what gives life to the bread and makes it rise. We can't see it, but we can see the effects of the yeast in our world. And we certainly can tell when it's not there. Quite a different result. The kingdom of heaven, Jesus said, is like a man who's walking across the field. And he stumbles over what has to be the world's worst buried treasure. I love that image. I think Jesus was laughing when he told that story. I don't know how you trip over a buried treasure, but he did. And when he stopped to look at what caused him to trip, he sees this treasure of great value. Well, he doesn't run tell the property owner all about it. He runs to the nearest real estate agency and sells everything he has so he can buy that field and hold that treasure as his own. The kingdom of God is like a pearl merchant. A person who has spent their whole life buying and selling pearls of various sizes and various quality, but always on the lookout for that perfect prized pearl. Can you imagine the excitement when they find it? Jesus says they run and sell their whole inventory so they have enough money to buy that one perfect, precious pearl. The kingdom of God is like a big net that's thrown into the sea and catches every kind of fish there is, every size, shape, color, species, big enough to hold them all. Wow. Then Jesus says to those disciples, if you understand this, if you catch a glimpse of it, if you understand a little bit what the kingdom of heaven is, then you hold treasures that you can pull out and share. We have the treasure of the kingdom of heaven when we've experienced God's love and grace in our life in this moment, in this day, in this time of our life. And we have the joy and the responsibility of sharing that. When I read these parables, this wonderful, diverse mix of stories... I always ask myself, what is it that Jesus and Matthew are really wanting us to learn about the kingdom? These stories are all so different. 
And I believe that what Jesus is wanting us to learn above all else is that we are not in control of the kingdom of heaven. The little seed that grows big, the invisible yeast that causes the whole batch of dough to rise, the treasure that we find by accident, the pearl we've spent years looking for, the net that can hold every fish in the sea. We can live in the kingdom. We can embrace the kingdom. We can experience the kingdom. But we are not in charge of the kingdom because the kingdom of heaven is God's kingdom. And the kingdom comes through the grace of God. These stories tell us that we see it in different ways and find it in different ways. That sometimes it comes to us by accident. <laughs> so you stumble into a wonderful moment with God. And other times we seek it. But however it comes, the kingdom of heaven always comes through the power and the grace of God. Thanks be to God. I'm blessed to have lived my life as a pastor so far. I'm not done yet living my life, but I've had the chance to see the kingdom in a lot of beautiful ways. I see the kingdom a lot in you. I see the kingdom of heaven when in your generosity, People who are hungry have something to eat. And kids who need school supplies have a narthex full of them. Kids that need shoes have shoes. People that need a house to live in have a house. Those are signs of the kingdom of heaven on earth. When I see People put their love of the good news of the gospel above anything else, any other opinions or tensions in the life and the world. I see the kingdom of heaven. When I see people who act out of nothing but love of God and love of their neighbor, I see the kingdom of heaven. And so do other people. And when they see it, they want it. Don't you? Don't you want more of it? Don't you want the kingdom of heaven to come in such a way that the world is more like it's supposed to be? The kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven? We get to be a part of that. When we give ourselves over to the love of God and love of neighbor. God can use us to make the kingdom a little more visible, a little more accessible, a little more present. And it changes our life, but it changes the life of all those who catch a glimpse as well. What a gracious invitation from Jesus. To live life in the kingdom of heaven. Not having to wait till we die and get to heaven. But to live in the kingdom right here, right now. What a life.
In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.